another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian. I'm Joe. I'm a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counsellor here to smash the taboo of binge eating. How are you? I hope that you had a great weekend and that you even got to relax a little bit. All is good with me. It's been a quiet time in Boston, which I'm thankful for. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I got a package of foods that I've been missing from home, um, which is going down a treat. So on that note, if you have any recommendations for USA chocolate, please don't keep them to yourself because I'm actively searching for a replacement for Irish dairy milks. Anyway, today I'm very excited to bring you a topic that, to be honest, I actually can't believe I haven't covered yet. As you're struggling with binge eating, I know that this is going to resonate with you. As you can tell from the title, today I'm going to delve into the mentality of I'm going to eat this today so that it can't bother me tomorrow. On the off chance that you don't know what I'm talking about, here is how I define this mentality. It's the buildup of tension and usually acting out on the urge to eat foods that feel somehow threatening to you. And you do this so you don't have to feel intimidated by them anymore or worry about binging on them later. If you have experienced this, I know that you know it feels so strange. It feels like there is a greater force pushing you to eat, eat, eat and don't stop until it's gone. Just like any kind of binge eating, there is certainly a feeling of being out of control and a strong sense of distress. And you know, it's quite similar to another mindset, which I come across often, which is, I'm going to eat this before anybody else can get their hands on it, even if I don't enjoy it. So that's another mentality that I come across often. So if that one resonates with you, let me know and I'll do another podcast episode on it. But sticking with the mindset of, I'm going to eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow, today I'm going to dig deep into this mindset, which I know is so commonly experienced by all of us. I'm going to dig into what's behind it and my advice on the best ways to handle it the next time this mindset hits. So the first insight is that there's certainly an all or nothing black or white thinking at play. And I know, I know, I harp on about black and white thinking in nearly every episode, but that's just how problematic black and white thinking is when you're trying to overcome binge eating. In case this is your first time here, I'm just going to quickly describe what black or white thinking is. So black or white thinking can also be called all or nothing thinking. And this is when you, you view yourself as either good or bad, succeed or fail. You're either on plan or you're very, very much off plan. There's no gray in between, no room to just be okay. It has to be one extreme or the other. And you can see where this is at play, right? It's probable that just having one slip, so eating, say, one square of your chocolate bar stash, triggers off the mindset that, well, you've already ruined it, so why leave it here? Why not inflict as much, quote unquote, damage as possible? And then tomorrow, you won't have to worry about it and you can start afresh. Of course, it goes without saying that what or how much you eat when you're experiencing this mindset isn't all that relevant. And it certainly isn't ever damage or should be seen as such. Remember that all food is good and there is no point in seeing your binge as damage ever. 
But in addition to black or white thinking, there is another unhelpful thinking pattern at play with this mindset. And that's what we call catastrophizing. Catastrophizing is believing that the worst possible outcome is expected in any situation. So relating to this mindset, the mindset of I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow, it could look like, well, I've had one square of chocolate, so I just know that I'm going to eat the entire contents of the fridge and the cupboards. So I may as well get get it over with now today so that I can just move past it from tomorrow. In fact, it's probable that you have never eaten the entire contents of the fridge and the cupboards. It's likely not going to happen now because it hasn't happened in the past that you've eaten everything in your fridge and in the cupboards. A second insight into the mindset of I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow is that it can be perceived as a form of self-punishment. When this mindset is at play, it may be that subconsciously it's a form of punishment both now and in the future. By eating so much now that it's no longer an enjoyable experience because you are just too physically full for it to be enjoyable anymore, you're punishing yourself by feeling so sick. And not only that, you're punishing yourself again in the future because you won't have access to these delicious foods anymore. It almost echoes what you may have been told as a child. Once you eat them, they're gone and you're not getting any more. So make sure you ration them out and don't eat them all at once. The third insight into this mindset is that it's subconsciously a form of self-protection as well. The mindset of I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow is really clever and subconsciously it's really 10 steps ahead of where your rational brain is at. As soon as you start to binge eat, your brain subconsciously or consciously knows that retaliating restriction or a diet is going to follow. In fact, while you're in the middle of the binge itself, you may be simultaneously plotting how you are going to quote-unquote make up for it. Unbeknownst to you, this plotting to make up for it is a driver to keep on going, keep on eating. After your binge is finished and you're feeling full and queasy and nauseous, you might say to yourself, well, at least one thing is for sure. I'm so turned off food now that I'm not going to want to eat much food tomorrow. At least I can make up for the damage I have done without any kind of temptation because I'm not going to be tempted by food after eating all this much. Tomorrow I can be good. Unfortunately, though, that kind of narrative is indicative that there is another restriction coming. So even though you think you feel at capacity or so stuffed, your binge may still continue and it could be because your body thinks that there is another restriction coming because of that narrative that tomorrow you're going to be good. Okay, so those are some insights into this mentality of I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow. And just to recap on them, the first one is that Black and white thinking is definitely at play and catastrophic thinking is likely at play too. It's likely a form of self-punishment, but also a form of self-protection. If this is the first time you've noticed that you are experiencing this mindset, you may have identified some situations where it's at play. For example, let's 
use the example of my parcel with all these chocolates and biscuits and sweets that I received um, from Ireland this week. I think in a time gone past, if I had have received that parcel, I would have been tempted to eat it all in one go so that I wouldn't have been tempted by it in the following days and weeks, even though there was enough there to last me at least a couple of days. I think in a previous time, I probably would have eaten it all straight away and subconsciously it may have been a form of self-punishment. Maybe I thought that I didn't deserve the gift in the first place so that I didn't deserve to enjoy the food that was in it. And it would be totally plausible that I would be plotting my plan to restrict and to quote unquote get back on it. And as a result of that restrictive thinking, my body would react by binging even more as a form of self-protection against starvation. Have you ever received a foodie gift like chocolates or cake and found that you binge ate it as quickly as you could so that you didn't really have to think about it anymore? Before I move on, I just want to acknowledge that it is really great that you have identified that you have this pattern this trend of binge eating. When you notice what your pattern of binge eating is, even if it's just one element of your binge eating, it is easier to overcome it. So let's move on to some advice that I'd offer if you are experiencing the mindset of, I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow. Firstly, we got to make these foods less special. Let's take a step back and unpack what exactly is going on here. You are binging on these foods so that you don't feel threatened by them tomorrow. Because once you eat them, they're no longer going to be there. They're no longer going to be there tomorrow. I wonder, and just stay with me on this one, I wonder if you knew the foods were going to reappear tomorrow. Let's say a magic fairy was going to replace those foods overnight and they would all be back in your press or your fridge tomorrow. Would you binge on them today? Just by the very fact that we know the foods aren't going to be around for long makes them special in some way. But what if they were replaced the next day? What if tomorrow you went out and you bought the exact same foods that you binged on today? Unless you have a magic fairy who can replace them for you. Would that make the foods less special? I think so. The next time you find yourself saying, I'm going to binge on this today so it can't bother me tomorrow. Tell yourself, if I binge on them today, I'm going to go right ahead and buy them again tomorrow. Then remind yourself of the little rhyme from a previous episode that when it comes to any kind of food, this isn't a case of eat it now or never. I'll eat it today, on Monday, in January and whenever. I can't stress this enough. It's crucial to keep reinforcing the message to you that food, even the most binge-worthy, delicious food, is going to be available tomorrow. And it's going to be available on Monday and in January and really whenever you want it. Second piece of advice is, do you need a reframe of what foods are okay to keep in the house? The mentality of, I'll eat this today so it can't bother me tomorrow, may be rooted in the fact that, on some level, you have this desire to be the kind of person who doesn't keep any quote-unquote unhealthy foods in the house. 
This may be especially true if you have identified as someone having orthorexia nervosa. Maybe you like the fridge and cupboards to only have foods that you deem to be safe, to be clean, to be non-threatening. Maybe you like to have exactly the portions and quantities of each of these foods that you plan to eat that week available and anything outside that is anxiety inducing for you. If this sounds like you, it's clear to see why you are struggling with the mindset of, I must eat this today so it doesn't bother me tomorrow. And maybe it's the fact that any food that doesn't quote unquote belong in your fridge brings anxiety to you and you just can't help but binge on it so you can get back to your safe stash of food. If this is you, I ask you to look at your feared foods, the foods that you have made rules about and that you don't eat for whatever reason. Look at this list of feared foods and feel free to make a list of them if you need to and consider perhaps adding one new addition to your fridge or cupboard from that list. And importantly, going back to the point before, make a pact with yourself to replace the food when you eat it. It doesn't have to be your most feared food that you put into your your fridge or cupboard. In fact, I actually recommend that you start with one that you don't feel too anxious about. The most important thing is that you do replace it as soon as it's gone or as soon as you can. Make sure that it's always available to you. And if you get on well with that task, consider adding in another feared food. The goal of this task is to help to normalize these foods that you fear and to become used to always having them in your fridge or your cupboard and being at peace that you don't have to binge on them because even if you do, you are going to replace them tomorrow. Lastly, bringing it back to what I said earlier, it's so good that you have noticed a pattern to your binge eating. And now you have pinpointed a particular mindset that is leading you to binge eating. I hope that me sharing my thoughts on it strengthens the message that you are not the only one experiencing this. Even though it feels so isolating and you may have said to yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I binging on this food just so it doesn't bother me tomorrow? I hope that it's comforting to know that there are other people experiencing this as well. The exact same mindset that you are experiencing. Now, having said that, just because we've talked about it today doesn't mean that it's going to automatically stop now. Recovery from binge eating takes time and it really is baby steps all along the way. But next time you feel threatened to binge on food just so it doesn't have to trouble you tomorrow, say to yourself, okay, cool. Joe said this is a common mindset that people with binge eating experience and at least I'm not the only one in the world thinking this way. If that brings you some comfort, then that is very much a win against binge eating in my books. All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me until the end. I'm going to leave you there. But if this has resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. So please do drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. And I'm going to leave you now with a review of 
another amazing free resource that you can get today by PDF, and that is Jake Lenarden's Five Proven Ways to Stop Binge Eating. If you haven't heard of Jake before, he is a researcher out of a university in Australia where his main focus is binge eating. And in a world where nobody is talking about binge eating, even though it is such a prevalent concern, I am definitely here for that. All right, I will see you in the next episode. Take care of yourself. I can't believe this resource is free. It's over 30 pages of evidence-based, informed content about overcoming binge eating. It's really focused on recovery and it's written in such a way that is so easy to, to digest and easy to read little spoiler my favorite tip from this book for overcoming binge eating is to find a new passion and that is so true focusing on hobbies is instrumental in overcoming binge eating enjoy the rest of the resource it is linked in the episode of the binge eating dietitian podcast if you didn't know already i am taking some time away from the podcast in 2023 so i can focus on smashing binge eating in other ways i am doing a doctorate degree i'm doing a doctorate of education degree in the realm of binge eating and as you can imagine it's taking some of my time and attention away from other pursuits like the podcast i am keeping in touch with you on my mailing list though. So if you go to the link in the show notes now, you'll see a link there that says get your binge free week checklist. When you sign up to get the checklist, you will be added to my mailing list and I'll keep you posted on how things are going over there. And I'm sharing all of old episodes because they are full of wisdom about binge eating that I know that you need to hear. So so please keep listening and I'll chat to you soon over on my mailing list. Make sure you head to the link in the show notes now and sign up to get your free checklist to have a binge free week. And then you'll get my regular emails after that. Until then, please take care of yourself. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship.